shall bruise the serpent's head. Listen to the word of God from the book of Genesis. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you will surely die. So, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. This is the word of the Lord. Continues from God's word as Christ's birth and kingdom are foretold by the prophet Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness on them has light shone. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of the Lord.
lesson from scripture, the prophet Isaiah again tells us of the advent for all of those who walk in the way. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands. Make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy, for waters break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. This is the word of the Lord.
Again, the Lord speaks through the prophet Micah as he foretells the glory of Bethlehem and of the coming deliverer. But you, O Bethlehem, Epaphratha, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler of Israel, whose coming forth is from old and from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth, and the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. This again is the word of the Lord.
Matthew tells us about the birth of Jesus. Now the birth of Jesus took Christ, took the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife. He knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. The stars are brightly shining It is the night of our dear Savior's birth Long lay the world in sin and ever pining Till He appeared and the soul felt its worth So rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, oh, hear the angel voices.
Together, the birth of Christ is told by Luke in his gospel. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. So it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said to them, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. You may be seated.
from the realms of glory in your flight o'er all the earth in your creation story now proclaim Messiah's birth come and worship come and worship worship Christ the Thank you. 
Jesus, joy of the highest heaven, born as a little baby under a wondrous star. Like us, crying, he takes his first breath, held by his mother helpless, close to her beating heart. Jesus, laid in a lowly manger, facing a world of danger, come to turn me a stranger into a child of God. Jesus, joy of the highest heaven, born as a little baby, under a wondrous star, like God's crying he takes his first breath, held by his mother helpless, close to her John, John unfolds the great mystery of the Incarnation. In chapter 1, we read this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son through the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thou didst sweep thy throne. 
through a journey through scripture and the songs fit into the story as we've moved along in that story and now we come to the apostle paul in romans chapter 3 and he gives us the reason the purpose for the coming of christ listen to the word of the lord again but now the righteousness of god has been manifest apart from the law Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, we've been reading the law and the prophets bearing witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Why did Jesus come? Jesus came to justify the ungodly, to acquit the guilty. We've just read that all have sinned, that's you and I, folks, all of us, and fallen short of the glory of God. We have belittled his glory more than we'll ever know. And God still came to us. He came to us in his Son, God the Son. And that Son became a propitiation, the Scripture tells us. He took the penalty of all who will look to him, penalty for belittling the glory of God was sinning against that God in himself and provides to us a righteousness that is accomplished by him perfectly living. We always talk about Jesus dying, but he had to perfectly live first so that he could take the righteousness that he attained after absorbing our sin and give it to us. But now a righteousness from God has been manifest and it's manifest in God the Son, Jesus Christ. I hope tonight that all that we've done has flowed out of that understanding in your heart, that you know that Savior, that you know that righteousness, that you are one who has put your faith in Christ and worships tonight out of that. I was struck tonight as we read that responsive reading, the words of Luke, where it says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be for all people, for all people who look to that good news, to look to the Son and place their faith in Him. I hope tonight that you know the reality of Him being your Savior, and that even as we continue to worship now and come to a close, that your heart is rejoicing. God bless you. Deep in the pro- 
its sacred page, rammed in the poet's winged word, slowly in type from age to age, nations beheld their coming Lord, till through the deep Judean night rang out the song, goodwill to men, been by the firstborn sons of light, re-echoed now, goodwill all men. Born to reign in us forever, born a child and yet a king, born his people to deliver, let us all in anthems sing, hallelujah, the Messiah has come. That life of truth, those deeds of love, that death of pain, mid hate and scorn, these all are past and now above. He reigns our King, once crowned with thorn. To Him who sits upon the throne, the Lamb once slain for sinful man, be honor might all by Him one. Glory and praise, all oh men, all oh men. Born to reign in us forever, born a child and yet a king. Born his people to deliver, let us all in anthem sing. Hallelujah, the Messiah. of peace, thou King of kings, to thee be angels known on night, the song of praise forever reigns. Born to reign in us forever, born a child and yet a king, born his people to Tonight, as the Fosher family came forward, we talked to the children about the fact that uh, the candle they were lighting is the Christ candle, the candle that represents our Savior who's come. Tonight, we're going to light a candle from it, and then all the rest of our candles will be lit from that particular Christ candle. I hope tonight that you know the reality of that light in your life. You know the reality of sins forgiven because Christ has taken your punishment and that you celebrate this Christmas with great joy, anticipating all that he's promised one day for his people. We're grateful you've come tonight and we'd ask that you would stand with us as we light the Christ candle and your candles tonight. Thank you. 
tonight we're going to sing together in just a moment joy to the world and we want to go out with that song and out to our Christmas celebrations together before we do that I just want to take just a moment to thank you uh, for coming again and being with us especially to thank the congregation that that we as your pastors serve and all of your wonderful gestures to us during this Christmas season and and uh, I just I never tire of being able to celebrate this hour with you. For some 30 years, God has graciously allowed us to do that with you, and it's a special thing, and we pray that God will give you a very Merry Christmas. But I think it's fitting that we close tonight by going out with joy, the joy that I hope represents what Christ has done in our hearts. You can extinguish your candles, and let's sing together joy to the world. God bless you. Thank you.